Welcome back to what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. I'm Vincent Lancey, speaker and author of the book, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption. Want to know what it's really like to be an entrepreneur? Well, you came to the right place. Whether you're already an entrepreneur or looking to start your journey tomorrow, or maybe just someone who needs a little extra motivation to get through the day, this is the perfect podcast for you. This is the place where you will learn exactly what it's like in the world of entrepreneurship and hear authentic stories of entrepreneurs grinding on each episode. My goal for this podcast is to help you realize that giving up is never an option. If you missed the last episode, be sure to download it after you tune in today. Before I introduce my guest, I'll share another entrepreneurial story to inspire you all. I'll now introduce the story of David Danisgar, and here's a few highlights I jotted down. I actually enjoyed this story a lot because it came from someone following his passion, and this case was poker, which led him to becoming an entrepreneur with his own company. For you non-poker watchers, poker players, David is a guy who won the World Series of Poker in 2008. By only 26 years old, he was already a multi-millionaire. In 2011, he became the co-founder of Bloom Nation, which is a marketplace that allows florists to actually sell flowers direct to customers. Company didn't even seek outside investment, they just saw poker games. I thought this was pretty cool because as David and two other co-founders traveled to LA to compete in this two-day poker tournament in Los Angeles to win 30 grand, they grinded. This was exactly the amount they needed for seed funding. After the tournament concluded, David actually won. They celebrated for a fantastic dinner, and they immediately put that money towards a development check for the first version of Bloom Nation. Hey, Matt, what'd you like best about that story? I think I think what stood out the most was uh, I'm a, like I'm a real numbers guy, and like when things align. So the fact that the amount of money that they won was exactly what they needed. Yeah. That 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 that, that probably hit the most. Absolutely. Everybody, that voice you just heard is the sound of today's guest. My guest on the show today is another friend I met through networking. As usual, listeners pick up on this. Networking is powerful and you'll grow whatever business you have. I'm truly enjoying this network of people of entrepreneurs because we all have great stories to share and you listeners can learn a lot. From photos to movies, this guy is grinded to start doing it all because that's what he's passionate about. I'd like to now introduce Matt McNair. Matt, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having me, boss. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, please preview your story a bit, and then we'll touch on what you're working on today before we hop into the big five. Um, my story is I love basketball. So I used to be I used to train basketball um, probably about like six years ago. I used to be trained basketball. I used to be a basketball coach. Um, and then I moved uh, to Kentucky to um, to coach basketball. So I was coaching at, at a Division two school up there. And um, didn't really know anybody up there. So outside of basketball, I had to kind of find something to kind of take up my time and, you know, so I could be productive and insane. So uh, <laughs> I saw I saw something on Instagram and it was like a it was a really dope video. And I was like, yo, I want to be able to recreate that if I ever like wanted to. And so I just went on a I don't I don't know and I bought a really expensive camera and um, I just started working, working it from there. And then long story short, um, the basketball coach had ended up quitting and a lot of stuff ended up going sideways or whatever. And then, um, so I ended up leaving early from Kentucky and moved back to Orlando. And then, um, uh, from there I opened up, uh, an escape room. I don't know if you ever been to one or, or heard. No, I've heard of them. I haven't, I haven't been though. I want to, <laughs> you got, you got to go to one. They're, they're fun. Um, so I ended up opening an escape room. Um, and, uh, unfortunately it was only open for a year. And, uh, once that, uh, closed. I focused more on videography, and um, and that's kind of like that's kind of where I'm at today. 
Awesome, man. I'm excited for everybody to learn exactly about your journey and get inspired by that. So Matt, what I do is I do the big five on each episode. I ask each guest the same five questions to help you, the listeners, all learn what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. You ready to go? Yes, sir. Great. When did you first realize that you weren't happy with what you're doing? Maybe you just touched on it with closing the last company. Maybe you had it a while. But when did you realize you wanted to be an entrepreneur? When would you realize this is what I want to do? Um, I realized it when I was in Kentucky coaching. Um, it was kind of it was kind of a grind that I wasn't sure if I was ready for, um, where it's just like, yeah, you have to be here at this time. You got to do this. You got to do that. And then, but more importantly, it wasn't, I wasn't enjoying it for some reason, the, the way that I thought I was probably going to enjoy it. Um, and then naturally things just started to unravel by itself. So I didn't even have to kind of, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, I kind of got forced out of the situation, it, it, which was a blessing. So, which put me to, you know, I guess that opening the, the escape room and, um, and kind of when I opened the escape room, kind of the same thing happened then. So it was a lot of, you know, grind. We had to create our create the create our games, um, get the place, uh, just all that. It was me and three other uh, individuals, and that and that was tough. And in the beginning, it was fun. I'm um, not gonna lie, just creating the games, the story, the just everything. It was just it was fun in the in the beginning. And then uh, when things kind of started to settle in, you know, we uh, we opened up, and it was like, all right, so we're here now. So now it's like. Okay, so you know, how do we get more people in the door? How do we actually make money? How do we, you know, just all these things start start coming up that we, you know, we thought about before and kind of planned. But it's, you know, everybody got, you know, they say everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. So I got, <laughs> yeah, punched, right. in mouth, got punched in the mouth pretty hard. So um, it, it all it all just came kind of kind of crashing down in a sense. Um, you know, I was there every day. Started out seven days a week because um, we, you know, we kind of didn't have the funds for employees. So I was me and another uh, my other partner was there. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. And that itself was not was not fun. So it went from kind of being able to be creative and all this stuff in the beginning to then kind of just being at a standstill and just kind of came down to like marketing and how are we going to do this? And um, it, it became really stressful. So and that's that that was the start of my you know entrepreneur you know like (laughs) like road but which i'm still not out of it it's just it it turned um you you know my mindset and like where i'm going kind of turned so you can be an entrepreneur it's just there's different you can choose what you you know want to do so just like just like a job like you know i can choose to work here or i can choose to work there i may like one over the other regardless you may be an entrepreneur and everybody has multiple things that they're thinking of or maybe want to do or come out with and you just might choose wrong, you know? So, um, that one was just, that one was just tough. And, um, once again, the way it it unfolded kind of played out in my favor and, um, we were able to actually sell it. And, um, so some individuals, yeah, some individuals who actually opened the first escape room in Orlando, um, came and played our game. They loved it and they bought both of our games. Um, for a pretty for a pretty good amount of money, and they reopened the games in Orlando in their location and all over um, all over the country at their at their locations. So it, it ended up being a blessing. You know, I get to still play the game um, if I wanted to. I can send people to go play the game. But like, yeah, I created that. Um, so it still ended up being a blessing. But I had to. Um, that was when I realized, like, I had to I had to come out of there um, when it was just it wasn't. It what it, it wasn't working. You kind of you kind of get these things, and you kind of know, you know, yeah. deep down, you know that some, some something's not right. And the hard the hardest thing is to actually pull yourself out of it, 
but fortunately for me, um, and you know, I'm just kind of like figuring this out now that it was just a blessing that both situations, whether it was me coaching or me being um, at the escape room, I was kind of moved out and didn't have to sit down and make a straightforward decision. Like, all right, I'm, I'm exiting out of this. I kind of, you know, life kind of just eased me out of it. And it was, that's it, very fortunate. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you had a lot of learning experiences from that. The most important thing, you know, you took that and now you're on your way doing great with this one. We might have to link up sometime out in Orlando. It's just a short drive. Do one of those game rooms for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'll show you the ropes. <laughs> what would you say one or two of the most difficult parts of being an entrepreneur now are? Um, I think we're seeing a flood of entrepreneurs um, because I just think like really well-known people are just talking about it so much. And I honestly feel like they're kind of like forcing it on society. Um, but even more than that, I feel like people are kind of, you know, we're getting all these entrepreneurs cause they're, cause they're working a job that they hate, um, and haven't found their purpose, which is, which is the biggest thing. Yeah. So like, whether you're, whether, like, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you know, most people are, they're just doing something that they don't want to do. So they feel like, okay, I can be an entrepreneur and I can go kind of do what I want to do. So that's, that's, you know, it, it, it works. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But I think honestly, that if you were, most if you were working a job for somebody that you love doing, I, I don't think that they would be even thinking about being an entrepreneur because they would be happy in their purpose and happy with what they were doing to begin with. So, Absolutely. Well said. When, when they get into it, it's like you start to realize like it's not a fair game to me. You know, everybody has their opinions, but, you know, kind of like being an entrepreneur, is just, it's hard because, you know, simple math tells you like, OK, like if this product is the best, it should make the most money. Or it should, it should it should succeed over the other ones, which is not the case. You know what I'm saying? Whether you come out with a product or a service or whatever it may be, there's so much that goes into it. You know, whether the people you know, marketing, marketing is huge. It's just like, you know, it doesn't matter sometimes how good your product is. It's like it, you have to be able to get it out. You have to have people to back it. It's just so many things going to what you're doing as an entrepreneur that, you know, it's not a fair game. So when people get into it and they realize that it kind of they're kind of like, bro, what the heck? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, like I had all these other things or I had all these other products or I tried all these other things. Mine is the best. Like, hello, do y'all see me? Like yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work out that way um, for them. So like that, that's a very, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, and being an entrepreneur. And then I have one more. My second, my second one is, it's kind of like the importance of taking care of yourself in totality when you, when you're an entrepreneur, um, you can't focus and you can't focus in on one thing. At all times, um, there's so much that makes the individual um, from top to bottom. So, you know, just focusing on your on your business is not going to get is not going to get it done as an entrepreneur. Um, you know, ha having friendships, relationships, whether it's uh, girlfriend, boyfriend um, or just uh, like I said, friendships or uh, religion or just, you know, you know, there's just so much that makes the entire person that if you just focus on one, you're not it's, it's tough because you're you go from you go from being like a piece of the car to the whole car you know what i'm saying like so if i'm working for somebody or whatever and i may be a i may i don't know i may be whatever some random part in the car right and then but all the other parts people that i work with or whatever like it the, it can still go yeah it may jitter down the street or whatever or something because of me because of me but it's still going to move and once you're an entrepreneur and you are the car if you if you're not taking care of all those things you're it's it's tough because it's you now and that's that is that's probably the biggest the biggest one to me it's if you're not right and totally like it, it really takes a hit on what you're trying to do yeah i really like how you put that you know in an earlier episode someone brought up how you wear all the hats you're wearing the marketing hat the finance hat the advertising hat the 
the editing hat, like we spoke about before the episode, you know, all the hats just for this podcast, not even my whole brand. We have the editing, the filming, the drawing, the templates, the social media, all these things. I was going to say, like, just health, too. Like, and, and oh, yeah. uh, I'm, I, I've been getting, like, really big and just, like, working out and, like, just... I feel like working out just it, it takes care of like so many things that people just tend to look over, not just appearance wise, but just like so many other things. So like um, that was just another another thing to add on, like just like health and, you know, just that's huge. You got to be mindful of your health. And I've read a lot about how the, going to the gym is better for your mental health almost with the science than just your physical health. Mm-hmm. You got to have those mental health breaks. And when you're on your own schedule, you punch it in. You know, I'm usually doing my weights between early two to three a.m. And then I'll go back in the afternoon and do my cardio because I need that break. I need mm. to get my mind right because I know how much more work I have to do. And if I don't take, you know, you don't want to take the breaks, but you got to take them sometimes and you come back refreshed. You have to. <laughs> you got to. Have to, man. Let's see. I'm curious to see if this is something different than we spoke about already. But what is one of your greatest failures and what did it teach you? Um, it, it, it's surprisingly not different. And, I, I, it, and that was like a tough one because I don't, I tend not to try to like look at failures as a failure so it's it's a kind of like (laughs) like weird question but the escape room would i guess would have to i guess would have to be somewhat of my biggest failure but it's and i and i hear it all the time and it's true so you know whatever it's like some your biggest failure is usually your biggest blessing and that's just that's just the truth you know because with the escape room and everything that i was able to learn from it um the experiences that i went through it was one of the darkest and one of the most like lowest times. And like I said, in the beginning, it was one of the highest times. So that roller coaster itself is just, it's ridiculous. But towards the end, it was the big, it was the worst. It was the worst times, like really dark. Um, and once I was out of it, it led me to do what I was supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? So if, if I didn't, if I never got out of it, you know, and it never quote unquote failed, I would have never been able to to reach my purpose now. So it's like I'd been it, unhappy it, too. Okay. You would have been. It's the worst of both worlds. I mean, mm-hmm. I look at everything as a lesson learned too, because you got to try to do it. If you don't try, you'll beat yourself up forever, and it's not worth that. But once you fail, it's all you're doing is getting closer to what's for you. It's kind of like a checklist. You're checking off. Okay, that wasn't that wasn't it. That wasn't that wasn't for me. So like now I'm just getting close to 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 what's to what's for me. I like how you put that again, man. Great stuff it's like, today. It's like why you ask yourself, like, why did you, like, why did you win? Like, there's so it, say if it, say if I was successful, and we could look at all the reasons why I was why I was successful. But you're always competing against somebody else. It's always it's entrepreneurship is a big comp is like a big competition. So just because you won doesn't mean that you don't have things to work on. You know what I'm saying? That's right. If like if I'm running the race and I take off and I'm going good, whatever, whatever, and I win the race. Now, why did I win the race? You know, you have like a win factor or what lane you were in or di- or did the person that was favored to win not take off or slip or take off not as fast as they were supposed to or like there's other factors other than yourself. So just because you won or succeeded, you can learn a lot from failure. So you can learn things from failure that you can't learn from w- when you succeed. So it's, you know, it's it's just it's honestly failure is a, is, a, is an awesome thing, quote unquote failure, because I, I just don't like, you know, <laughs> I don't like the word failure, but. And that's the answer most entrepreneurs give, and it's the right answer because you wouldn't. Entrepreneurship is so hard to perfect 10, 15, 20 years, whatever, to even master some parts of it. You're not going to win at all. You can't, you can't yeah. possibly do everything right. It's just, it's just not possible. So I stopped beating myself up after a while because not to be a perfectionist, or you just want to do things well. And when the outcome isn't as expected, 
you just build on it and you get even stronger for the next one for sure for sure right, right. if you could choose to have any conversation and learn from any entrepreneur throughout history we're talking dead or alive who are we picking what are we talking about mm. that's tough like i would i i would probably choose gary v just because how rational he is and just how much sense he makes but even then like i'm not i'm not gonna choose him <laughs> i'm not gonna choose him um there's two guys that i just have to like like there's a guy named da uh, david Meltzer, and he's he's like really rational too and like just it just you know some people talk it just makes so much sense and you can relate so a lot a lot of time it's who you can relate to uh the most um but even after all that i probably would choose andy frisella and and he and that's when i got like really big on um on fitness and just and you know getting my body back in shape and stuff like he has this thing called 75 heart um it's like a challenge and it's you have to do five things consecutively for 75 days and i did the challenge and it just like made wonders in my life and just like a lot of, it was just awesome change and he uh he owns first form um the like the protein oh yeah yeah like that yeah so he's the owner of that and like he's a he has like the number one podcast for like whatever like business podcast i guess um and you know he doesn't have any uh any commercials on it and he takes pride in that like because he doesn't do it for the money or anything like that he like he's a he's he's a tough nose he's he's really like in your face and like so when i was down like i needed that the most um so he would be the person that i would i would definitely want to want to meet and and and, and talk to I actually had on an earlier episode, a friend of mine, Courtney, she runs her own business through First Form. That's what she does. You know, 100,000 followers, the whole nine grinding. I thought it was a great episode because to show people how to leverage their business with social media, being an entrepreneur or on your own. So it's funny you say that. Yeah, she's killing yeah. it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Where do you see yourself in these entrepreneurial endeavors in one year and five years? Let's look a little into the future. We'll start with one year. One year from today, what are we seeing from you? Um, one year... I want to have everything set up the right way. Um, the foundation set, brick set where they need to be. Um, that's one year from now. Because uh, it's one thing to have talent, but if you don't like utilize it in the ways that it needs to be utilized, it kind of goes to waste. So that's a great way. Let's let's talk about a little bit where we're at right now too. Give our listeners some depth. So so like right now it's kind of you know it's like raw. It's it's really like okay. So my talent's there. People reach out to me to do things. You know I do it. I do a good job kind of that's it you know like but when you start really understanding the ones that are really successful they just have a they have a, a certain formula and there's there's just certain ways to go about it to when you get to a certain level of expertise you know if you want to be a robert de niro or like some big like like there there's there is there are ways that they go about you know you know some of them everybody may be different but there's usually a certain kind of outline and things in a professionalism and a, just a way that they go about certain things to how they were able to get to the place that they're at. So me saying that it's like, okay, it's like, I can be good, but I don't have certain things like, okay, like, no, 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 like, let's, let's go back. Like, let's make sure everything is lined up. Everything is set in a way where when you like, then you're going to ask me where, where do I see myself five years from now? Once the bricks are laid, once the foundation is made, you know, five years from now, I'm not searching for that perfect client. That perfect client is coming coming straight to me. And that's where I see myself five years now. So right now, I want to set everything up to where it can just streamline and everything can be set up in a way where five years from now, um, or even and even less than that, really, honestly, where things are just flowing. And it's not, it becomes not, you put all the work in on the, you put all the work 
in the on the front end and then not and then you can kind of not relax but that work kind of doesn't have to be done anymore because you because you did it right you know what i'm saying right. you want to go back and fix things you're right the first time i'm a big believer in that what would you say you specialize in right now what are your specializations for all our listeners listening in um right now uh i've been focusing on weddings that's my that's that's kind of my thing right now i want I, i'm really focusing in on um perfecting and shooting weddings um so yeah I, and I, I love sports so sports isn't going anywhere basketball for me is, is huge so um i want to i want to be able to shoot uh shooting the nba um so those are my two things right now shooting shooting the nba and, and and my focus on weddings right there in orlando magic right there well thanks so much matt right. i know our listeners are gonna see all the value in you coming up on this episode today i personally enjoyed how you found, the, you found the light at the end of the tunnel with your stories. A lot of those things would have put people down. I think it's important for people to realize that if today is really bad, it just means tomorrow is going to be brighter. And then you saw that in both situations. So I appreciate you sharing all that for our listeners. But it's time for the last word. Is there something you want to share with everybody listening in that we didn't touch on today? Um, I think it's important to just to talk to people who are in the same boat as you or working on the same things as you. I know a lot of people shy away because, like I said earlier, it's, a, it's like it's a competition. Um, but there, a lot of people are going through the same struggles as you and, and, and you guys can help each other. I believe conversation is just when you meet somebody and you can have a conversation and you, and you start to give advice to that person that's going through the same things as you, um, you start to give advice to them that you can't give to yourself because of whether it be a block of insecurities, a lack of confidence or whatever, cause you're not speaking on your behalf anymore. So you, when you start to talk, you're like, in your head, you're like, Oh shoot. Like. <laughs> I, I need to be taking my I need to take I, I I never I wouldn't even have thought like that had I not been giving advice to someone else who was going through the same thing as me so like I think that's huge um and I guess my last one would be is like if you're if if you're in this like if your best isn't good enough um entrepreneurship isn't for you because I, I just feel like uh if you can go out there and give your best and and somebody's always going to be better than you right like, that's just, that's just the thing. Somebody's always going to be better than you. Like, I, I worked hard at basketball, I played as hard as I could or whatever, but there were all, there was always people better than me. Could I have worked harder? Yeah, probably. But yeah, even if I worked harder, I wouldn't have been LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Like, so regardless of the fact is like everybody has their potential and everybody has their levels that they can reach. And the, the thing is you need to find your purpose, find what you're good at and maximize it. And then you have to be okay with the levels that you reach at because that's, at the end of the day, it's what you do best. And now you're doing the best that you can do. And if you're looking at somebody else and like, they're still better than me, you're going to just kill yourself forever. So if, if your best isn't good enough, you, you can forget it. You can forget right. it. And you can't compare yourself to anybody. Everybody's on different chapters. Everybody has different circumstances. Everybody came from something different. Just focus on yourself. Some, and I've learned, you know, I can't, you can't be great at everything, like you're saying. So when the funding is there and all that, you know, people that can help me with some things I'm not good at. But right now, like you said, entrepreneurship, you're always striving for the best. You mind sharing your social media website ways for our listeners to request your services or follow your endeavors? Yeah, so I'm um, on Instagram. I'm at raw underscore photography, and you that's that, that's I use. I'm a I'm an Instagrammer, <laughs> so if you want to reach me, you can DM me, uh, give me a follow. Um, I just started my other one. It's a, it's uh, MCN Films uh, at MCN Films um, uh, on Instagram. Also, that and that's where most of my wedding stuff will be um, as it as it picks up. Great, everybody. Be sure to give those a follow. And remember to follow the show on Instagram and Facebook at your favorite morning podcast and on Twitter at Podcast by Lancey. 
Of course, my handles are at Vincent A. Lancy on all social media and YouTube, and my website is vincentalancy.com. Be sure to check out my book, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption, on Amazon now, but DM me or email me. I want to hear what you think. If you enjoyed today's episode, please continue listening and rate what it's really like to be an entrepreneur five stars. I work very hard to find value delivering stories for you on each episode. As always, I will end the show with a quote that inspired me and know it will for you too. This one is from Richard Reed, co-founder of Innocent Drinks. He says, be nicer to your customers than your competitors. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all in the next episode of what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. 